Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Friday, April 15th. Some brand new explosive CNN reporting on what information the January 6th House Select Committee has in its possession and what it reveals about the events leading up to the insurrection. If you have not yet done so, I urge you to go to CNN.com and read the story by my colleagues Ryan Nobles, Annie Grayer, Zachary Cohen, and Jamie Gangel. They have put together some incredible reporting here by getting their hands on text messages between then-White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows and Senator Mike Lee, Republican of Utah, and Congressman Chip Roy, Republican of Texas. It is just a very telling narrative arc from the election in November of 2020 through the lead-up to January 6th, 2021, and the insurrection at the Capitol. It sort of takes you through the inside, behind-the-scenes communications of staunch Trump allies like Lee and Roy and the White House and what they were discussing back and forth. And you can see, as I'm going to walk you through these texts, how it changes over time, sort of the evolution of that staunch Trump support to real expressed concern about what the president was doing. Remember, Mark Meadows, the former White House chief of staff, former congressman, he at one point was actually cooperating with the January 6th Select Committee in the House. And during that cooperation period, he handed over a slew of text messages to the committee. Now, that cooperation ended long ago. But there's a treasure trove of information in what he did hand over when he was a cooperative witness with the committee. You've heard about text messages between Meadows and Ginny Thomas, Donald Trump Jr., and others. But now we have these exchanges with a Republican senator and a Republican congressman who were clearly lobbying, encouraging even trying to instigate the White House into action to try and prevent Joe Biden from being the legitimate winner that he was of the 2020 election. We're going to start with the period of November, December 2020 in the immediate aftermath of the election in a series of texts to Mark Meadows on November 7th. Remember, that was the Saturday following the election. That was the day that all the networks and the Associated Press actually called the election for Joe Biden. Mike Lee offered his, quote, unequivocal support for you to exhaust every legal and constitutional remedy at your disposal to restore Americans' faith in our election. On that same day, he texted Meadows saying, quote, we need ammo. We need fraud examples. We need it this weekend. Now, of course, examples of fraud in the election didn't exist. So it was very hard for Mark Meadows to provide that because they just were not there. As we know, the election did not have widespread fraud. Mike Lee is texting Mark Meadows advocating for Sidney Powell. You recall her, no doubt, from that infamous press conference at the RNC. I mean, she was a lawyer that was basically just spouting conspiracy theories about the election. 
Conspiracy theories that eventually Donald Trump bought into. Well, in these early days, Mike Lee was actually trying to get Sidney Powell an audience with Trump. He wanted Sidney Powell in Trump's ear. Apparently, she has a strategy to keep things alive and put several states back in play. Can you help get her in? That's what Lee texted Meadows and then followed that up with Powell's cell number and her email address. Now, on November 9th, Chip Roy, the congressman from Texas, again, staunch Trump ally, was warning Meadows that he was getting a little concerned about Trump's approach. He texted Meadows, quote, we must urge the president to tone down the rhetoric and approach the legal challenge firmly, intelligently, and effectively without resorting to throwing wild, desperate haymakers or whipping his base into a conspiracy frenzy. Pretty prophetic words in that text from Chip Roy because that is ultimately exactly what happened. And now you can start to chart more of that kind of concern coming from these Trump allies to Mark Meadows as things in the public realm are not going as well. So I referenced that infamous press conference with Sidney Powell and Rudy Giuliani and Jenna Ellis. And it was just a series of lies and sort of desperate, let's throw something against the wall and see what sticks as we're claiming that there's tons of voter fraud in this election. And it was widely seen as a debacle of a press conference. Well, these are the texts that occurred on that day. Chip Roy writes to Mark Meadows, quote, hey, brother, we need substance or people are going to break. That was on November 19th, just a few hours after that press conference. Two hours later, Mike Lee texted Meadows with also pretty serious concerns about that presser. Lee texts Meadows, quote, The potential defamation liability for the president is significant here for the campaign and for the president personally. Unless Powell can back up everything she said, which I kind of doubt she can. And here's the key. Mark Meadows, White House chief of staff, responds this way, quote, I agree. Very concerned. So this is not some sort of gotcha moment in the investigation where all of a sudden something's revealed that we didn't know. But what it is is a documentation, a historical record of how very close allies of the president went from let's go and litigate this to this is getting out of hand. In fact, Chip Roy is the congressman, now we know, who texted Mark Meadows in January of 2021, January 1st, New Year's Day, saying, we're driving a stake in the heart of the federal republic. It is worth noting here that when it came to the date, January 6th, neither Lee nor Roy joined their fellow Republican colleagues in objecting to the 2020 presidential election results. Again, I urge you all to go to our website, read this story, and get an even greater understanding of what was happening behind the scenes in those critical days and weeks between Election Day and the day of that awful insurrection at the Capitol. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. CNN Political Briefing is a product of CNN Audio. Megan Marcus is our executive producer. Greg Peppers is our supervising producer. Mohammed Darwish is our senior producer. Our episodes are produced by Krista Bowe and Taylor Galgano. We'll be back Monday.